going on, everybody? This is the Man Up Podcast, and I'm here joined with my co-host, Tyler. What? The Lil Wang. Tyler, the Lil Wang Copeland. I'm also joined here with Mr. Porch Talk himself, Alan Aldridge, and I am Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And this is the Man Up Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout-out to Mills Home Center of Columbus, Mississippi. They got the deals and the thrills. So no matter if you need a two-bedroom, three-bedroom, four-bedroom, five-bedroom, all the way up to a six-bedroom, Mills Home Center of Columbus, Mississippi has the deals. Mills has the deals and the thrills and the prices that give you chills. Golly, you've you went through them. Uh, okay. Saving you all the dollar bills. Save all yeah. the dollar all bills, baby. That's yeah. it. Every one of them. I'm gonna turn my phone on silent. That's your phone. You on nearly mind? get these things for free at this point. It was, I turned it. I turned it off silent. And, uh, I mean, shout out tonight. You can get you a six bedroom trailer and a double wide wife. Double wide wife, baby. Six, six wide Man. trailer and a double wide wife. It's uh. We'll get much better than that. What's up? What's up, Void Cast? What's going on, brother? We bringing the heat Man, today. Uh, as we jump into this episode. Uh, I want to wish my boy Tyler a happy birthday. Uh, another one? Another. We didn't talk about it last week. Thanks, though. We never talked about it. Oh. It's late. Happy birthday. Oh, you had your birthday party yesterday. Um, Shit, I wasn't able to attend because I had a four- Independence Day party here at the gym. So we uh, – And Joe won the shit out of it, yeah. too. That was fantastic. That was great. I'm glad he did it on air. I did, yeah, too. Yeah, well, I'm hoping we can – we're going to try to turn that into a short and, and post that. It's, it's some good stuff. That was very fun. Good stuff. Great stuff. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, we should have known Joe was going to clutch it when he called. I don't know, for some yeah. reason. Yeah, he did. He he really killed. He knocked it out of the park with that one. He just. That was the first thing Taylor said to me when I got to the house yesterday. She's like, can you believe Joe blew it on air? And I was like, yeah. Oh, so she knew. <laughs> Taylor she knows. Friday night. Oh, okay. Because she ruined it Friday night. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, when the big-ass bounce house showed up, I knew something. I knew it was at my house at that point. Yeah. I didn't know where it was. How, how did she expect to do, to keep it a secret? How to do a surprise party? Well, like I mean, it's hard to, to have this. a surprise when you're, you're already there. Right, it is. So it's not like they took me away and made me come back, nothing. So it was just like, the surprise was Friday night. It was like, surprise, we're throwing you a party tomorrow. And I was okay. like, oh, great. So now i got to get up and do the yard. Thanks. Mm, that's tough. Appreciate That's tough. So you had to get up and do the yard Friday night? Oh, absolutely. No, oh. Saturday morning. Got them bushes it. looking good, dude. Oh. That's all I right, had to prune and trim and Shout out to Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> For real, it was bad. I was pissed. But, like, at the same time, I was trying to be, like, kind of nice about it because she said it was a very sweet thing for her to do. It is sweet, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, on the inside, I was like, this motherfucker. Mm. Well, don't you hate it when people try to do nice things for you, but it really just creates more work for you? Yeah, it sucks. That's, that's horrible. Like, if she my least favorite thing. Because if she could have told me, hey, we're going to have a party for you Monday, I'd have been like, all right, well, I, can, I got all week to get the yard ready, so I can do a little and a little and a little. By the time the party started, I was tired of shit. I'll be honest with you. I would rather my wife, if I had to get the yard ready, I'd rather not have the party and her do the yard than me do the yard and her do the party. Yeah. I'd rather skip the party and you just make it, well, I don't have to do yard work that day. To me, that's <laughs> a birthday. That's a present. I you don't know. know. I, don't, I, I like doing the yard work, really. Oh, really? See, I hate doing yard work. Well, I've I mean, never cut my own grass in my, about, in my house I'm in now. And the thing about the the bouncy house, now you got that amount of yard that's going to be dead and looking like that ain't shit. Bad. It's gone. The bouncy house is gone. Oh, okay. and the, There's only like two muddy puddles right now. So I think, What are you, Peppa Pig? <laughs> yeah. Muddy puddles. Muddy puddles. I think I can, I think I can salvage the yard. 
Nice. Yesterday I thought it was fuck. It's I mean, like, where, the, where the dumb. entry and your exit is on the slide, mm. uh, it's stamped up, man, pretty bad. But We like, did ours on the concrete. It was a water slide, yeah. so we had a big water slide here. Uh, but from last year I learned that when you come down off that water slide land in that pool, if you're a big boy, that concrete hurts. Put something underneath Ooh. the pool. So I took some, those blue mats over there and put them oh, under the smart. pool so it was like cushioned at the bottom. But Ooh. then it, the bottom fell out oh, yesterday. Wow. So you broke it? No, but the the broke what? The pool. No. The bottom I'm fell out of the rain. No, the bottom fell out of the rain. The rain. Oh, yeah, it rained I'm really sorry. hard. I'm sorry. And so now the the mats, the blue mats over there that we put under are just waterlogged. They're so heavy, yeah. you know. That but that's not the end of the world. And then we had to help the guys load up the the slide cuz it was a big ass slide. It was like a 40 foot slide. And y'all went to town. Yeah. And uh something like that anyway. I think it's 40 feet. Um anyway, so we we had we had it set up with a, when the when the rain fell, it waterlogged the whole slide. So the three guys came to pick it up, but I bet you that mug was a thousand pounds. Oh, of course. So I made my guys pick mine up when they picked it up today. I made them do it by their Normally I do too, but because I mean you pay a lot of extra for that, so you can get a slide where you go pick it up like on base. Uh-huh. I can go to the base and me pick up the slide and set up. It's like one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. Really? Or you can do it for three hundred fifty and them do it. Well, I've done it where I've a big slide like that where I do it on the base. Let me tell you something. It's That's worth one hundred fifty dollars to have somebody else do it. Really? To me, they to made me it, it look is. so effortless. I watched because they got it down to window. a system. But if you ain't got the system down, the setup is not that bad. But especially a water slide where if it gets waterlogged and you don't know how to drain the water and everything, yeah. that mug is heavy and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I just, to me, if I've got the $150 to pay somebody else to do it, it's worth it. Right. There's so many things in life that's like that. Uh, Absolutely. Crawfish. Like, huh. uh, you go pick up some crawfish, you can get them, I'll boil them for you, but the price doubles. Right. Fine. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, Fine. me too. Especially if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you know how to make crawfish, I'm with it. You know, it's it is what it is at that point. I I don't even know how to boil crawfish. Nope. I don't even know how to do it. I you gotta purge them, right? I've, you gotta I've, purge the crawfish. You're right with the salt water, and then no, you gotta. I don't know how to do I, that. I've helped do it before, but I've never done it myself. Plus, I hate those things, so I'd be cooking them for somebody else. You, know, you don't like crawfish? No, I don't. They're not my favorite, but I like them. I prefer shrimp yeah, or I do too. something like that, but I like crawfish. Okay. You a crab legs and, and, and shrimp are my shit. Are you shit. a crawfish eater? I'll eat them. But, dude, like, if you do a good bowl to where you got the, the sausage and oh, the yeah. potatoes and the corn. Yeah, I mean, it's good. everything else. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I eat. I'll Brussels eat. sprouts. Yeah, you, you put Who the hell putting Brussels sprouts? Just, I know you hate greens, good. dog, but that shit is good. Once it gets the, the Cajun season soaking. It soaks all that up. It's good, bro. Mm. Nah. What up, Joe? It's like my favorite. Nah. What up, innocent veggie. Joe? Hey, yo. Huh? It's like my favorite veggie, man. Oh, man. Brussels sprouts in general or just on a crawfish bowl? Just in general. Really? Mm-hmm. I hate crawfish. I hate Brussels sprouts. You know sprouts. what ruined me on Brussels sprouts? I don't. Remember, remember that movie, Ernest Scared Stupid, when they were all falling out of the tree and turning into little goblins? Oh, hell yeah. That fucked it up for me. I don't eat those I, actually, I don't remember you that. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. It was really, it was really like these little monsters. But what they did was they grew in this tree, and they were like really slimy, and they looked like little balls of... Little Brussels sprouts. Little Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. And they'd fall. And when they hit the ground, they'd start growing. And they'd grow into this big-ass monster. But I guess it just ruined it. Just man, the way it looked gross. Huh? Shout out to Ernest. Yeah. Hey, whatever happened to that dude, man? I remember he went to camp. He got scared stupid. He, I mean, he did all kind of exciting. Went to Africa. He, he did some exciting adventures. Save Christmas. Yeah. I, I mean, he he, yeah. he had some exciting adventures. Joined the Army. What happened to him? Did he die? No, he's passed away. Now, really? but yeah. He is. He's passed, he's passed mm-hmm. away. Okay. I think he passed like uh 2019. Really? It's been some time. Man, he had plenty of time to do more shit then, is what I'm hearing, because 
Feels like you quit doing I, stuff. I love certain point you're done though. I look, yeah. I look I mean, back, on, all, I look yeah. back on those movies funnily. I miss those old. Uh, They're stupid, but I do too. Yeah, same with. Uh, he was in a uh, biodome. What was that fucker's name? I uh, remember biodome. That was Polly Shore movie. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Oh yeah. And then he recently was in this uh, new film to where he was like a squatter. And pa- Polly Shore was. Yeah. And that movie was. Is that just, what we're talking was about? Trash. Yeah, we're talking about Polly. You was right, Polly Shore. Oh, okay. Phil I just says got it cancer. Right. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Ernest died, died of cancer. cancer. Okay, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't know what that was. What that was on my. Uh, tell Tyler, uh, Coda said, "Hey, Coda hey, says, Coda. Hey. Um, that who Trippy Dreads talking is? about? Talking about famous we made actors. It, we made it at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> talking about favorite famous actors. We had uh, Alan was informing me before the uh, for the podcast today, and I wanted to bring the messages up uh, and read them. Uh, here live, Jonah Hill is being canceled for leaked messages sent to his girlfriend. I want to get, I'd like to get everybody's reaction, honestly, and opinion on him before I, before we, you know, <gasps> we haven't read them yet. <laughs> it's going to be he, my He's got to read them. So, so I'm going to let Alan read them. Wow. So these are the messages Jonah Hill sent to his wife, now his ex. Once again, Internet's favorite male celebrity turned out to be a huge misogynist. And that is people, a person's take. Yeah. Now, here we go. Plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, the model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. There are, these are my boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust that's coming from jonah to, the jonah to, jonah to so his that's the, that's the first message that's getting him canceled what sounds yeah. like he was just setting boundaries setting today. very reasonable boundaries in my opinion but some Tell people might say she don't like like right this is what i and expect stuff? and if you don't want to do that that's fine there's no hard feelings we can right. move on can but if you go if you're wow. going to be in a in a romantic relationship with me that's what i expect and i'm going to be honest with you um i don't personally believe any boundaries in that regard are if i believe you can say anything in that regard and and that's not oh, misogynistic yeah. if I, you were to go and say hey this is what i'm looking for in a partner no matter what that thing is, right. if you go about it as, hey, if you want to stay with me, this is what I expect. Yeah. If you're not okay with that, we can go our separate ways. That, to me, is always acceptable. And, unless you're asking them to do something that's wrong. But even if you are, it's like, okay, well, just walk away then. Just walk away. Just walk away. That's really her name sad. was her name was Sarah Brady. I'd never heard of her. Supposedly, like, she was a model. And she was a surfer. And so... Like, him talking about the bikini shots and all that, it was like, bro, you probably were a little out of your league, and you were probably a little insecure. Probably, but here's the thing. I I kind of feel where he's coming from because typically Can I read that what is – and, and there's more messages yes, that sound that's, worse than and that. And that's a new one. I was about to read So let's, let's, read the, let's read that one before I go into the, the first message because the second message is, group of messages are a little bit worse. That makes me feel like you're testing me to see if you should keep me around or dump me because there's something wrong with me like I'm a nerdy, dorky, unaware, naive idiot socially. Those what are, made him feel that way? Uh, that's her words. Okay. And, and what, what he sent back was those are your words, not mine. Okay. So he was just silently agreeing with it. <laughs> uh, it's not really necessarily the same thing as silently agreeing. When you say that's your words, it's like, okay. I'm not saying that. You are. Yeah. 
take some uh, accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple because I'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture, which, you know, he recently did get into MMA and surfing. Yeah. Because uh, I'm tired of your attitude towards surf, surf culture and uh, contests in that place. I deserve respect, period. I've been more than patient, and then shit like this is still here. So what, what is happening that's making him say this? Do we have any context for the message? I'm so confused, honestly. Mm, don't have a whole lot of context. Okay, go ahead. This, but go ahead. I'm sorry. This is one uh, talking about their therapist. Literally just say hello and leave the conversation. I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I literally am the best bo- boyfriend on earth. I mean, it's, that, I mean, in an emotional argument with a with a significant other. We've all said things way we worse than we that. Don't mean no. yeah. so I am the best boyfriend on earth. I've said stuff like that before, and that was absolutely not true. Uh, yeah, but, but you, you, I, you s- say it in the good side and on the bad side. Who it, like it's not even me. I, I feel like if a, if if messages that's similar the, to, to this word. were leaked by a woman, it was it was leaked by her. No, no, she put like it. A woman, she put it in her Instagram story. It was story. a woman saying it. Oh. Like I'm sorry, it's so not by a woman from. If it was him leaking these messages about her where she was just setting up boundaries, most, I think, people that are trying to cancel Jonah Hill would be on her side. A lot of these people would say, oh, that's just a boss bitch. You know, she's out here. She's setting up boundaries. She's letting you know what the business is. And, and Innocent Joe says a lot of girls would walk away. And I think a lot of girls would walk away. And I think that's a fair reaction. If you are going into a romantic relationship, especially a monogamous romantic relationship Mm -hmm. you need to set up boundaries you need to talk about okay what uh especially if she has a past like modeling and doing stuff so she already was doing this shit like before they met how can you sit here and tell somebody not to surf because now they're well not he's not saying you can't surf you can't surf alone with men i think that's a fair that's a fair thing to say Bruh, you're talking know, about man. your mean, girl. Like, is that her friends, though? Or? I don't. To me, it doesn't matter. I don't believe that that's an appropriate relationship. I don't know. I don't know. So maybe I'm thinking like if off if, base here. But if you were, to, you're talking about you look like Jonah Hill. Yeah, he's famous and he's funny. But you're talking about you look like Jonah Hill, and your girl is going out and surfing with these guys who are tens with six packs, and you're in the ocean and swimwear together, hanging out all day building these really close relationships. The chances of that leading to something more inappropriate is really, really high. Possibly, but I guess I'm going off the fact that they're already, like, close. I mean, obviously, she ended up with him anyways, and maybe it's just not there, you know what I'm saying? How many times, though, have girls gotten in a relationship with dudes and been like, oh, that's my brother, that's my brother, that's my I've best friend, and then they it. turn around and cheat with that and dude down the road. Dude, yeah, or they're smashing it. him behind the scenes it the whole time. It seems like it always goes It happens that way. every time because she really wants him, but he's got another girlfriend or whatever. He's her backup dude. She doesn't want to right. break that relationship off. So that's my brother. That's my best friend. You can't tell me I can't be best friends with him. And then after a year or two, it turns out they're smashing. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah dude. And think about like a lot of failed relationships. Like it's, it's tested people's friendship. But you know, think about during high school. You was dating Sally. We were we were boys. Well, you and Sally break up. Now I'm with Sally. I mean, that happens a lot. Happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fuckboy move, but it happens a lot. Yeah, that's you know? like a test of a friendship. Yeah, I agree 100%. And there's been times that it's happened to me, and I was cool with it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been dating a girl, and we broke up, and then she dated one of my best friends. It happened in high school. She dated Canyon, but I was cool with it. It turned out to suck, though, because I got together with my ex after that, because I broke up with her, which is why I was cool with it. I didn't really have real strong feelings for her. 
So, like, if, if you want to be with her, I really don't care because I, I had strong feelings for my ex. And so I get back with my ex. But now my ex now has a problem with me spending time with him okay. and her mm-hmm. because now my, my, my homeboy Ooh. is dating what is now my ex. And she has she felt some type of way about it. So it did put a wedge in the friendship <laughs> but because of that, not because I cared about him dating my ex. It's always um, got to be something, though, I, doesn't it? I, I honestly, I also have an issue with uh, if, I'm, if I'm dating a girl who was, were to, which, you know, obviously I'm married and my wife doesn't do this, but if I were to, Date a girl who's posting bikini pics or I can see that I can pictures see that online coming from him, but I mean at the same time, my opinion on all this is just don't get with her. If you think you're right, at, but if you're in love with her, you already. can say you can say I don't think it has anything to do with being out of her league or not. I think you can say like, hey, like physically he was out of her league, but he's a fame world famous actor. I guess I'm just saying it'd be like bailing it with you and saying, all right, no more MMA and don't train with chicks. But and I, I think that that would be a fair thing to do in the beginning. Fuck that. I mean, I don't necessarily think I wouldn't do it. It's a deal breaker though, right? And that's why you need to approach it in the beginning because if you have that disagreement in the front end, but then you don't express it, and then you get into the relationship knowing that it's going to bother you in five years, it's going to be a that big how long they together? I don't know. I Do don't you know, know how long they were together? But they ended up getting married. Oh, they yeah. did get married. They were, yeah, they were married. Um, and so, like, if you, I think that it's important, yeah, like, kinda, if, and if I'm going to get in a relationship, to lay, lay out these ground rules and say, "Hey, this is what I expect from a significant other." And what he said was, "If you're not okay with this, hey, no hard feelings." I guess it would change the game. That would maybe be the guidelines I would lay out before we were to tie the knot. Or, not or, date. I would, I would say even date. Because I mean, I how mean, she acts. What what is date? Though. I don't know. I mean, I You're think practicing. it's loose. I think it's very loose. To date is very loose, and uh, yeah, you know. But I mean, you're talking about somebody you're looking to marry. You're you're seeing if they're a good it's partner. A, that's that's courting. If they are, if I mean, not, but, but that's our dating is our modern idea of courting. I mean, we don't know. We don't use the term courting anymore. Right. So yes. so if, if you're talking about yeah, we're just going out and seeing each other, but we're also seeing other people. I'm not going to put any boundaries up for a girl in that scenario. What I'm doing at that mm-hmm. point. Is I'm seeing how you are without boundaries to see if, and this is just me, to see if you are the kind of person that I want to get romantically and be exclu- involved with and be exclusive with. Right. You know, so I believe in a long dating process. Me and my wife dated for a year before we became exclusive because I want to see, I don't want to go through a horrible breakup with you if it turns out you're a whore or you're a, you're a bitch or you're, you're a horrible person. So I don't want to be in a super exclusive relationship with you within a couple months. I want to know a lot about you. I want to know about your family. I want to know what your belief system is because I personally, I need to guard myself because I get attached, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, breakups suck. They breakups hurt. do suck. You know? So I don't want to get emotional, super emotionally involved super early with somebody who I don't vibe with or that I don't have the same belief systems as. And so if I go into a relationship, honestly, I think I think messages like that are important or like that are important in a relationship. Sure. Laying out boundaries that, hey, this is what I expect from a relationship, mm-hmm. and if that's not okay with you, I would like to go ahead and move on and, and you go find somebody else me find somebody else. I'm not the same way, dude, and this saved me. Joe says if there's his comment, if there's no trust, then it won't work. I agree with you. Yeah, if there's no trust, it won't work. I think trust is earned, though. You know, I think trust it, is earned in the courting. It's something, that, I think that's it's something the, that builds up. And if I have a girl who's hanging out with dudes and surfing with dudes, and, and it clearly seems like she has a bit of a past. Yeah. It clearly seems like maybe something. in that relationship there's – because he was like he, – he referenced it several times, you know? 
I mean, what if you waited so long to say anything? Like you were good with it for three years before we got married. I mean, now you have a that's problem with it. I that's think, some I think bullshit. That, I think I mean, that's bullshit. Like I, all I, this, I think all this got being said, I don't think it's worth cancel culture though. It's oh, just for sure. so, so fucked yeah. up. It's that's. I mean, you, you think back far, was, far away from how many people was on the Amber Heard uh, train? Yeah, that un- went. until the court came out and released like, all the documents. Took the shit in his bed. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. but then they they Johnny Depp fans raised a bunch of money to have the rest of the files released and it turned out there's enough blame to go around. Yeah. Everybody was acting crazy in that relationship. See, the thing was Johnny Depp had better lawyers than Amber Heard did. His lawyers were the shit cuz they got all of the stuff that made him look crazy stricken and wouldn't they weren't allowed to bring it up in court. And Amber Heard was saying that. Amber Heard was saying like, "Hey, um that's uh, you know, that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp fans were like, "Oh well, let's raise this money so that we can see what what it is." And if that's what you say, let's raise the money. And Johnny Depp was like, "No, it's okay, guys. Don't do that." But then they did it. They got it released. And then all the Johnny Depp fans were like, "Oh." I mean, this and this is another thing I kind of hate about like you want to call it cancel culture or whatever else. It's like, man, she posted these private messages on her Instagram story, and then everyone that follows her was taking these screenshots. Next thing you know, it's plastered all over Twitter. And now everybody is just chiming in on that relationship as if, as if they were a part of it right. or something, right? Yeah. And you it's like, what, what, what happened to the, uh, uh, you know, the the privacy of it? Right? I mean, I guess you better use Snapchat if that's the case because there's yeah. no such thing as private laundry in Hollywood. For sure. I mean, really, not even in our circle. If if me and my wife get into it and she want to screenshot some shit it's super easy now right. especially with social media so with Facebook and Instagram yeah she can post whatever I said on her shit and her whole family and all my friends can be mad at me just like that mm-hmm. I do want to give a shout out to Chance Harmon who won his fight in Shreveport on Friday night uh, you know that guy um, I don't but you know his, his, shout his mom's out, over here my son won his fight in Shreveport Friday night on pay per view I know y'all uh, y'all talking Hammond. about love but this chick wants to brag on her on son Chance Hammond so, big shout-out, Chance Hammond. Um, Good job, Chance Hammond. Good job, you, man. How'd he win? What did he win by? So, back but back on track. Back by on track. whooping ass. We're going to find out, I hope. I, uh, um, I, I don't know. I look at this stuff, though, and I, I see a lot of people, just like Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate gets, catches a lot of fat flack. Because when I hear him, he says a lot of things like, this is what I expect in a relationship. Everybody says that's misogynist. I don't believe that you can call anybody's personal... It's almost like a kink shaming at that point. When you have someone's personal standard for what they expect in a relationship and you say that that's a bad thing, um, 4 no, congrats, buddy. Um, that's an impressive record, actually, even as an amateur. I don't know if he's aiming a pro, but it's a good record. Um, no matter what it is, so, so Andrew Tate likes to say, okay, if you're going to be with me and we're going to be together, um, I expect you to be extremely feminine, like, make my coffee for me, make all my meals for me. I can still see other chicks. You can't see other dudes. You can't go out to clubs, whatever. Now, do I view his opinion of what's a realistic relationship as unreasonable? I do. I do believe that that's an unreasonable expectation in a relationship because I definitely wouldn't be involved with somebody like that. Right, but that's but just like. if the girl is okay with it and she is like, that's what I want in a man and I want to be with this person and I'm okay with it, that's their business, bro. Stay out of their business. It's like clicking accept on terms of agreement on fucking anything. Right. Yeah, I agree to these terms. Well, then you agreed. Shut the fuck up. Right. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, so so you can say it and be like, if a guy said that to you, you'd be like, fuck, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. That's for, your for, right. For sure. And that's what I would do, too. If I were a girl and a dude were to tell me, 
You can't fuck anybody but me. You can't have sex with anybody but me, but I can have sex with whoever I want. You have to wait on me hand and foot. Every morning I expect two cups of coffee and I'm not going to drink the second one. I just want you to show me you love me enough to make me the second one. Uh, this yeah, is what I expect. I would say get fucked. I'm not going to do that. That's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a relationship that way. But if another girl is willing to do that, just like if a gay guy were to come and be like, hey, if you want a relationship with me, I get to put it in your butt. I'd say no. That's not an acceptable term of, the, of our relationship for me. Okay? I just want to be friends. Very Consent, fair. Consensual relationships take two consenting parties. And in my opinion, as long as the two parties are consensual, I have no problem with the relationship assuming they're both adults and both old enough to consent. Right. That's just the way I see it. What's up, Armadillo Wrangler? The Armadillo Wrangler's in the house, boy. Um, we don't kink shame. <laughs> that's hey. it, baby. Unless kink shaming is your kink. Hey, there it is. There's a loophole for everything. That's it. That's Phil says that all the time. That's fair. Um, so that's that's just my two cents on it. And I think that's happening to a lot of men. A lot of men are getting uh, in trouble for in trouble for just setting boundaries and having a healthy, like masculine approach to a relationship. Which I think you should go in and have a healthy masculine approach and and set strong boundaries in a relationship early the earlier you can set boundaries the better in my opinion the earlier you can say this is what i expect of you and then the girl says well this is what i expect of you you can't go out with your friends and get drunk which i think is a i personally believe is a is a fair boundary if a woman wanted to set that Lord, you and your yes. friends can't go to the club and get drunk because you're gonna so, act foolish hey, you you gonna cheat you know what i mean like somebody's going to you're gonna do something sideways you're gonna do something you may not cheat completely but maybe gonna not but you're you gonna make shit. a dumb decision if you're you gonna think about doing up. some sideways shit at least right mm-hmm. For sure. So, you know, I don't want you to. I don't want you to travel with women. I don't want you to do this. I think those are fair boundaries. I think. I think if if a woman comes into a relationship and says that, and I think that most women would agree with that. Like, hey, these are these are the boundaries I'm setting for you. All right. And I guess I think, when I think about surfing with dudes, I'm I'm thinking about professionally surfing with dudes. That's so a different thing. I, I, that's just where I went to when I yeah. thought about it. Though I was like, oh, so they're probably on camera and they're probably just. Yeah, I think weird. that's, that's, that's really weird. Yeah, it would be different. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about if that's she is a professional to. surfer. It's like is it's she like a saying, surfer? yeah, I think so. I think that's her. That's she her was a, she was a model and a pro surfer. So I mean, she may not have choice but to surf a dude. Well, and at so. times, I think that that's fine. If you're if you're like at a competition and there's yeah. dudes there, that's not surfing with dudes. Can't that's really. going to compete. When I think surfing with dudes, I'm thinking like her and another and a couple dudes, her and four other dudes, who's getting right? Ready maybe for two, the... maybe three girls and four dudes are going surfing for the day. Oh, yeah. I'm not cool with that. If I were a dude, I, if I were her dude, I am a dude. If I were her dude, dude, I am a dude. In fact, I'll go ahead and I can fact that. Yeah, he can. He's, fact he's fact check. He can fact check that for me. Mm. But as her, as her <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, we share a toilet every day, every every, day. every Saturday, Sunday, every Sunday. Um, as her dude, though, I, I'm I would be okay with that because I've been in relationships where those types of activities have proven to be an issue, mm-hmm. and. And I think that what Innocent Joe was saying was if there's no trust, it won't work. I think that's fair, but I think that everybody has a little bit of a deviant in them. Everybody's got a little bit of there's you can't 100 percent trust anybody. I don't think. No. Like I don't think that you can just like I might trust my girl, but I'm not gonna trust my girl if she gets naked and cuddles in the bed with Brad Pitt in this prime. Right. There's a good chance something's gonna happen. Oh yeah. Spicy. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna trust my girl. In a in a in a one on one yoga session, uh, hey. track drop drawers. Um, I did it. Um, he won't do it. That's actually on the Patreon. <laughs> that's right. You got to you got to subscribe for that one. Um, 
<laughs> but no, I, I just I, I've I've been in those situations. I've had issues. I've seen those issues, and and I think that I think that a certain amount of respect is is it needs to be in a relationship. I think that if you're you know going out and doing stupid shit, you know, good chance that uh. Um, so I'd rather have my man smoke buzz and drink though. But if he drinks, then no judgment. Just know your limit. I don't. I, I don't have a problem. Like I don't have a problem with my girl drinking. But I would have a problem with my dr- girl drinking a lot at a frat house. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, she gonna get raped happy. probably. Yeah. You yeah. can't you know? trust. Yeah. It, it, you definitely can't trust the surroundings for exactly it, at all. And that's know? the point I'm making. Like you, you putting yourself in a, especially with a woman who is. I don't care what anybody says, physically inferior. Oh, and yeah. you're going to put yourself in a compromising situation around dudes that I don't know and don't trust. Uh, and you're going to be in a vulnerable state around them. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to be cool with that. Yeah. I mean, previous failed relationship I was in, it was, it was over that same thing. We had been together for some time. And I asked her, I was setting a boundary. I don't want you going out and drinking with the, your friends no more. Her female friends. Period. Okay. I didn't care. Female. Any friends. Yeah. yeah. I don't. We're together. There's no point in you being at a bar. Right. Why do you go to a bar? Unless we go to the bar. Right. Yeah. And I, and I even offered that up. I was like, if you if you really enjoy the nightlife, I'll go with you. Yeah. But uh, uh, she says no. I'm not going to do it. Next time she goes out, a dude brings her home, drives her home. Oh wow. Oh no. Yeah. I woke her up next morning. Took her to Waffle House. Broke up with her. Really? That was the last relationship you were in? No, it's been a couple okay. a couple ago. Okay. Yeah, that hey, uh, bro, you just slaying, huh? Couple ago. <laughs> no, not slaying. It's been a, I was back in mobile days, dude. Uh, in my I, prime. I think that's a I think that's a fair conversation to have. I just you know, I think setting fair boundaries up is an important part of any relationship for the man and the woman. Especially being that successful, too. You right. you want to know that whoever is with you is on your fucking team. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? What a, he travels. What a, he's what a, traveling. He's always out of the, out of pocket, I'm sure, a what lot. What a betrayal, you know? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. It's, 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 and being that successful and that big of a name, I think it's hard to really get your head around the kind of – Temptation each of them are under. Yeah. So, like, if, like, for instance, if I were a famous movie star, the temptation I'm under would be a lot greater than the temptation that I'm under currently. I'd say. I would say, honestly, it would be fair for my wife to say that I could not go to bars at all for sure. Ever. As a, yeah. as ever. I don't think that, it, I think it's fair to say I should not be going to clubs. I should not be going to bars without her. You can't go to a room with alcohol in it. I, yeah. Okay. Honestly, I, I don't know that I need to go to, if I'm a famous actor, I don't know that it would be unfair for my wife to ask me not to go to the grocery store without her. Easy. Super you know, easy. without some sort of without some sort of oversight because you're going to have women throwing themselves at you, especially if you're like a Chris Hemsworth or Ashton Kutcher oh, yeah. or something like that. I mean, these women are going to go after you. Hard. I mean, they're going to be aggressive. They're going to be like right now in the bathroom. I mean, you could cheat anywhere anytime. Whereas oh, yeah. most dudes, that's not an option for. I mean, you sure. got to kind of put you got to put in some effort most of the time. A red for light. Most guys. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you uh, paying for it or pull over here, dog. It's like, oh no, not not the red light. A oh red yeah, light. at a red light. Yeah, yeah if you're famous. Yeah, 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 but but as a normal dude, you got to go to the oh, red shit. light. Yeah, you got to go to the red. Light. You know, like most <laughs> dudes walking around. Nah. The only reason I think the only reason a large majority of dudes don't cheat is because of lack of access. I'm I hundred sure. percent believe that. I'm, I'm sure because I've been around guys that were that way. You know, like they'd brag about how they were so loyal to their wife. But then I would be around them with other women, and they would be Complete very perverse, clearly right? hitting on that girl and, oh, like, yeah. trying to sleep with that girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, you were just bragging. 
just because she's shutting you down doesn't make you a good person. Absolutely not. You know, just because yeah. she's she's you know saying like no, that does like you're just as it's just as bad as if you did it. In my opinion, hell yeah, it's just, that's why I mean, you tried. Exactly, you tried. You just didn't get it. You just suck. Yeah, you just low value. You know, like you just <laughs> she didn't like you. Like man, and that's my that's my issue with. A lot of dudes, because, and I think that's what gets a lot of women in trouble too. And that's, and that's, that goes back to sort of a lot of the things that a lot of these people that are labeled as misogynists say about men. And I, that I, then I somewhat agree with is that the major, what happens to a lot of women is they get burned by the dude who has options so Man. many times in their teens and 20s. And then they settle for the dude that nobody else really wants a lot of time. The dude who's safe, the dude yeah. who's not going to cheat because he can't. And then the sex goes cold in the marriage because, bro, homie's he's trash. Homie's trash. He's yeah. a he's a dumpy Teletubby who who you know he acts like a female. It. Like he, right. you never really liked him. He just was. He was safe. And he, he was never safe. really had any practice. Either. Right. So, exactly. And but but the that. moment he gets in shape and the moment he gets some game or gets some money, he's he gone. gone. Yes. He's gone. 100%. He's gonna go get something else. He's gonna cheat. He's gonna leave you. Whatever. Yeah. And so a lot of women get themselves in trouble. I think because he settled that. for you too. Because you were the only thing that would take him. But yeah, well, he reached up. But yeah, he's the only thing that took him. You offered first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. That, but that's the majority of relationships. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of the time, like my wife has always told me, and it kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. I'm gonna be honest, because <sighs> my wife has said before she always grew up here and has always heard. As a woman, don't ever marry a good-looking guy. Don't ever get marry a good-looking guy with game. What? Because uh, he's going to cheat on you. It's not always true, though. It's not always true, but that's what she always heard. And I'm like, but you married me. Hey, what you trying to what, say? What man? you trying to say? What baby? you trying like, to say? You trying to say I'm ugly? Like you, hold up now. You married me. Like, like are you are you insulting me right now? It does hurt my feelings a little bit sometimes. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. But uh, it's funny; it only comes up when we're in an argument, right? Yeah, right. right. My my mom always told me, "Don't ever marry a good looking looking man." It's like, are you are you calling me ugly to my face? Well, <laughs> like I'm right here, I'm in front of you. Like, right. are you saying you didn't listen? Because she never she never explains either. She's never never is like, and I didn't listen to well, my there, mama. There was an and to that though. <laughs> a good looking guy with game. Maybe she's saying you ain't got game. But no, she says like she uh, doesn't say she doesn't say that. That's me putting that in. Because uh, here's the thing. As a guy, let's be honest. You ain't gotta be good looking. No. Look at me. Look at me, my guy. If you got game, <laughs> you can get whoever. You know what I mean? Like how many little short and some of this is girls settling, but sometimes you see these women who are married to these little short dumpy fucks oh, yeah. that are funny, they got money, they got game, they got charisma. I'll be honest with you, as a man, if I could pick between charisma and being funny and having money and being good looking, I'd probably pick charisma, charisma and funny mm-hmm. every you time. You can make your own money. Right. <laughs> and if I pick it between good looking and funny and charisma alone, it's not even a contest. I'd way rather be funny with charisma because you're going to get way more women, especially relationships. Like, you, you get as a good looking guy with a six pack, you'll hook up with girls you meet at the pool. Like, but you're not going to. You're not gonna settle down. Like it's a great way to get chlamydia on spring break. It is. Then that's just so weird because then that man Matt Rife showed up on the scene, and I'm just like, yeah, we ain't, none of us have a shot, bro. None of us have a shot. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm never. My, what do you do my, with that guy? My daughter never wanted to go watch his special, and like, if you think my wife's going to Matt Rife show, 
you're fucked up. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's a standard in my marriage. My wife's not going on Matt Rife show. Uh, where, did, where did he come he from? He looks like an angel, know. and he's ten times funnier than and me. He's Fuck so that funny. guy. Fuck that guy. He got it all. And he's charming. He come yeah. out of he's nowhere, likeable. dude. I was like, just start seeing him all over social well, you know, he media. Was on, he was like, on. I've, I've actually seen him for a long time because I knew him before he got his teeth fixed because he was on Wild and Out. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So he was on okay. Wild and Out for a long time, but he, but he wasn't as good looking. No. no, he's really he's, he's beautiful re- now. I ain't gonna lie, man. Fuck that dude. That man. Dude sucks, doesn't he? Dog. I mean, you just <laughs> he's, 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 he better now. he better have a little dick. Honestly, oh, uh, that could be the only that could be the only thing. It, but it can't make me feel it all. Oh hell yeah, can't have it all. If, if he has a little dick, I'm good. Oh man, like, I, I can I can deal with it at that point. Like a little dick. I ain't talking like five and a half. We're I mean like a little micro like pain. Well, yeah. four inches. I'd be okay with four. If his dick's only four inches, oh, yeah, I'm good. But if he's got if he's got bigger than five five and a half inches, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, because it's like you can't have God really let one of the angels lose. You really just can't have everything, bro. Like you're t- he's he's so funny and he's so funny in a disarming way. And he has to be because if he were, I think that good looking. Being that good looking is not good for comedy. Hell it's very no. hard to be a big name comedian when you're that good looking. That all the one, they're ugly and fat. Because it right most of the time they're ugly and fat or they're not good looking. And then he's funny enough, and he he does it in a very disarming fashion. That it just I'm not my wife's not going to his show. No, like I'm she's just not. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Like I'm not I'm not taking her. I'm not taking you. I'm, you're not going. I'm not taking. You're not going with anybody else either. That's and that's that's my Jonah Hill. That's my Jonah Hill thing. Like, he said you're not going with anybody else either. But I'm not taking. I'm you. not taking you, and you're also not going with anybody else. Like that's like, your band. We can't stand next to each other because then you'll see, you know, right. the difference. If you want to, if you want to watch him on online, oh, there's nothing I can do about that. But it's like porn to me. Like it's like if I catch you watching, if I catch you watching Matt Rife videos, I'm gonna react the same way she would catch. She caught me on Pornhub. Absolutely. And it's like, what are you watching? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Was well, not Chippendales? Yeah, I know. Like, it's worse. It's a Matt Rife video. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> you know, he's like, funny and sexy. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, I just can't. I can't compete with that guy. God. So you know, it reminds me of that movie. I'm, I'm, I could beat him up though. You can't. Beat that him helps up. me. That yeah. does help my feelings. Good job, uh, do y'all do y'all see this? I think I can. Impact on John Hill's <laughs> career. <laughs> I don't know for a fact. Motherfucker might be a monster. Like you don't know. Uh, no, nah, I don't I, think so. I think it'll blow over. I think it'll blow over. I think honestly, I think society is becoming so tired of cancel culture, mm-hmm. and this is so minor. Like I think some people, um, <laughs> Phil says, I'd take my <laughs> wife, let him do the preheating. Um, <laughs> not me, bro. I don't want my wife thinking about nobody else. I'm Shabby sorry. Scared I'm scared. Mine will melt. Yeah. Fuck preheating. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little Ooh. bit of a jealous type in a yeah, way. I'm not, but I am. If I think you're thinking about somebody else, I'm going to be Phil, you be just pissed. think about leaving the comedy show and your wife looked like she pissed pissed herself, man. Right. That'd be fucking and it ain't mad. over you. Like, yeah. And it wasn't from last See, it's just... It, it, it wasn't from last week right. either. It goes, back to, it goes back to what we were talking about where um, the dude, like you tried, you wanted to. Yeah. You just couldn't. That's how I would feel about Matt Rife preheat my wife. It's yeah. like if you could have cheated, you would. Oh, absolutely. You know, you just didn't actually get someone on one time with him. You didn't go to the after party with him. For sure. Like, I'll be honest with you. One one thing, and some people might say that I'm misogynistic, but if I'm at a rock and roll show or a comedy show or whatever, and my wife goes to an after party or uh, backstage to meet the band or whatever, it's over. Oh yeah, you, it's over. You're gonna feel I'm salty. I'm no, it's I, over. The I, relationship I'm saying, is over because you're gonna be feeling salty. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I was watching that '70s show and it had like Eric having to wait outside. Donna went to the back to meet the band. She got smashed by the band. No, I don't think so. Oh. But like, if I'm Eric, I would never be able to know for sure. 
Oh, no, absolutely not. You know what I mean? If you like, didn't go back there, you If wouldn't. I didn't go with you, yeah. I'd never be able to know for sure. So, it's mm-hmm. over. I had I'm a sorry. homeboy who used to uh, fuck the chili peppers, I believe. You had a homeboy? No, his, his girlfriend was fucking Oh, his chili. homeboy used to mess around with I'll probably check out. Yeah. So, you stay with her? Hell no. Uh, okay. That'd be tough. That's but a tough one, man. That's one of them things you find out, and it's just like, oh, yeah, we can't go any further. Mm-mm. Any further. You just it, you got to be done at that point. It's like, because now it's not even a trophy. You, you think you have a trophy. Yeah, hey, my... <laughs> My wife fuck. What's his name? Tick. I have no idea. Flea. 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 Yeah, I know one kind of little bug. Flea of all <laughs> just, of them. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's the one he was gonna go with. <laughs> That's the only you one know? I knew his name too. It ain't the drummer that looks like Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John you see that though? Like, like it's like, all right, my wife smashed Brad Pitt. It's like, oh, really? Damn, that's cool. It's like, no, yeah, it's not no. really that cool. No, it's it not. really sucks. Yeah, it really fucking sucks. The thing is, like, because now all she's gonna think about for the rest of her life is fucking Brad Pitt. I right, imagine. exactly. Because that, and that's the thing about that's the thing about when you really get into, and a lot of people don't agree with with evolutionary psychology as a, like a study. But one thing that is a fact, I don't think this really arguable is women are trying to lock down the highest value men they can oh, and yeah. typically the clo- if they get somebody who's super high value and they get close like they were in a relationship with a dude who was really high value and they really really had strong feelings for if you don't surpass that you're always gonna live in that man's shadow absolutely and i can't compete with matt Rife or brad pitt Mm-mm. you know like so if you like flying too close to the sun right if, if i find out that you used to date will smith I don't know. He kind of seems like a bitch now to me. <laughs> wow. A bit of a cook. He does to wow. me. A little he's bit. He's fucked up. I'm not going to say he's not like, fucked up. But anyway, mm. but, you know, like it just. It worked out good for Chris Rock, though. His special did. is funny. Yeah, it, it really did. Do you think, almost think it might have been set up? Uh-uh. Mm, I don't think I don't so. think so either. I don't. But maybe. I don't know. I, I don't just think, so. I think the end of that special where he called Will Smith a bitch like 12 times. So, yeah, you, you really went out there and did it. But Chris. at the same time, though, how can you really call a man a bitch after he walked up to your face, slapped you in the face, and you ain't do shit? I don't know. Because I'm sorry. Don't you think it would have been way worse if he did react? Maybe, because Will Smith would have beat his ass. Of course he would. Yeah. He said it. <laughs> right. He's, you like, know. he's like, I'm five foot eight. You're six foot four. What up, Dino? I yeah, right. That. That'd Will Smith's like, like my size. I'd be like, and Chris Rock's smaller than any of y'all. You walking up to Mo and slapping the but shit out of Mo. But way smaller, right smaller than Mo, I think. I'm just saying, you're way bigger than Mo. Right. And Will Smith's about the same size as me. A little leaner, a little smaller, a little not quite as, as thick. But it was okay. I think. I think as far as I'm war sorry, goes, though, as far as war goes, Chris Rock did the right thing. I think. I, yeah. I, I do too. But in my book, he really hurt man, his feelings, man. You know, when you hurt a man's feelings, that's the, that's the best thing you can do, in my opinion. Hurt his feelings. Fuck yeah. I don't know if if a, if a man walks up to me and slaps me in the face, you gonna have to beat my ass. I That's because you're six th- four yeah, and you're fucking I, I a guess, fighter. I, don't, I, guess. I don't think a guy's gonna slap you. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I do feel that. But there's some dude like if Brock Lesnar walked up to me and slapped me, Brock Lesnar would beat my ass. Yeah, Brock Lesnar would, would fuck me up. Like, gonna we got to. going. You're saying he's gonna have to. Yeah, Daniel Cormier would fuck me up. John Jones would fuck me up. Like pretty much any of the fighters you've heard of, for the most part. I, I so mean, I could Brock, hang my own, hold my own for a little bit in a street fight, but like if it was like a straight up, like two men are going to walk into a room and one's not going to walk out, it's going to be John Jones that walks out. It's going to be Daniel Cormier. Right. It's going to be Brock what, Lesnar. What I'm saying is, right now, for some weird odd reason, Brock Lesnar walked in this room, and slapped the shit out of you. I got to get my ass. There whooped. is no hesitation. You're getting your ass whooped. Just you're I'm not going to. I'm like, not going to say I, there's no hesitation. You're not going to be like, mm, damn. No, I may do that. Mm. No, I'm, okay. I may do that. Okay. I may do that, but in my mind, it's like, man, you got to whoop my ass. In my mind, you got I, like, I got to at least stand up for like, myself. Especially if we catch it on video, oh, you wouldn't sure. just be like, all right, fuck it. All right, fuck it. Mm, if you fuck, catch it on just, video, I just got to go. 
No, you don't, because then I we do. post that shit, and then you just slam that motherfucker on the podcast, and we go soup. No, no. Yes. If, he, if he slaps me, I got to fight, bro. I'm sorry. got to fight. I got to fight. It's just, it's something in me. Like, I just he can't. Got that once you take it. the L, just once can't. you take the L, you can't come on here and talk about it. Oh, yeah, I can. Jake's got a little too much pride. <laughs> Not like you could if you didn't I just take don't know L. that I could look myself in the mirror if I didn't. Let me tell you something. I look back on my life, and I have regrets. And every, almost 100% of the regrets I have are shots I didn't take and fights I didn't get into. Like when somebody disrespected me and I didn't do nothing about it. That's the dude. I, they, that shit keeps me up at night. Really? Fuck yeah. Fuck if, that. If, I, if I'm sleep, if I'm, if I'm in bed at night, like I remember one time when I was like nine years old, I said Holy some little shit. smart ass comment to this boy in the homeschool group, and this kid was homeschooled because he had like anger problems, and he got mad and come over and punched me, and it, I just froze. Where'd he punch you? Right in the top side of the head right here. Oh, shit. You got punked out he, as a nine-year-old? Yeah. Damn, and I dog. just froze up. I was a little church kid, man. I, I'd, I'd fall bunches when I was younger, but at that, after my, my parents had pulled me out of school because all the fights I was getting into, yeah. after a couple of years, I, 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 I just couldn't fight anymore. Fuck that. Let's get you some sleep, homie. Call and him so, out. Call that motherfucker I don't out. even know his name. Oh, I wish oh, you did. I was about to say, we should look him up. Oh. And fight him now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ain't no way he fight me now. We'll, we'll fix that. Yeah, ain't <laughs> no way he fight me now. And it almost wouldn't even, because I, I, I just look back and it's just like an Roll assault on, on my. Roll up on It's, it's yeah. an assault on my character. Like, nah, it's almost like an bro. assault on who I yeah. believe myself to be now. Yeah. Because now I wouldn't let that slide. So, like, bro, I think about it, like, once a week. Oh, my God. I wish we could figure out who that was. We just pull up on him at the fucking Walmart parking lot where he's picking up those carts. That's probably what the fuck he's doing. And just You're beat probably, his like, ass. losing sleep over some fucking loser. Of course I am. God damn it. Stop. Of course I, I am. I know that. I, I do, know that. I do wonder where a lot of those people who, at like, nine years old had anger problems. I wonder where they are today. Most of them probably prison. Prison. Some dead, of them. Dead. Yeah. Fucking maybe they grew out of it. I had another time. I had another time in football. Man, I'll, I'll tell y'all all my shit. There was one time uh, I got into it with a. There was a big old black boy that I played football with. Um, he's about a head. I was a big kid. And he was about a head taller than me. I think he got held back or something. I don't know. Okay, cause that. Um, but me and him had beef all through elementary school, and he was a big old boy. And I remember me and him kind of got into it one day, and he had a helmet and a gym bag, <laughs> and he beat the shit out of me with that helmet and the gym bag. And after he beat, I just didn't do nothing. He, I just sat there and curled up and took the beating, and uh, I didn't do shit. And that shit haunts me, bro. A helmet in a gym bag. Yeah, a helmet, helmet inside and, of a gym bag. Okay, okay. And then took the used the gym bag as Fuck like a out. sling and beat me with the helmet. That's worse than the of. Oh, it hurt. Pill, pillowcase. And it, it didn't hurt so, as bad as probably lock in a sock though. That yeah, it felt like a brick in a, a brick in a in a pillowcase. That hurt way worse. worse. <laughs> but uh, that would hurt way worse. Would. But, yeah, it would. You know. And then there was another time I had a kid get on top of me, and I didn't know how to get out of mount, and he just beat me up. Like, I just, like, a lot, like, that's the shit that keeps me up at night. So, like, now I understand that about myself, that, like, that's the stuff I carry. That's the I stuff it. I hold on to. I'm gonna, I would way, I don't ever regret losing a fight. The Ooh. times I stood up for myself and I let my hands go and got my ass beat, I don't regret that. You know what this reminds me of, and you might not get it, but I know you'll get it, Ooh. in Billy Madison. When he calls that guy and apologizes, and he scratches Billy's name off the, the list. list, puts the lipstick <laughs> yeah. on, and he's laying in his on I his do, couch. That's it's, you, it's dog. Kill do list. That's that. you, yeah. dog. Kill list. We got to get these names, and we just got to invite them in here. I just, remember. I, I know t- the two last two I just said. I ain't oh, gonna say it on here. Let's get but, them. Let's get uh, them. Are they in town? First, uh, well, no, first, most of them don't live here. Most of them live in Alabama. First and last name, where they're let's from. Let's take trips, man. Let's I take mean, just be right across state line. Let's take some trips, get you some sleep, dog. You know. 
I mean, I'm, I don't. I'm whatever, not saying I keep takes. up. I yes. stay up every night about it, but it it definitely about once a week, so one of those will come up, and I'll think about it. Like, dang, I really should have stood up for myself. Nah, but so I, if Brock Lesnar walks in the door right now and slaps would the you, shit out of me, would you still consider those guys to be an on site if you saw them? Today? No. Oh, what no. the fuck? No, not do, now. Do you have any on? I'm not going to. Uh, no, not at this point. None. Not at this point in my life. I don't have a single on site. I don't either. Uh, I just, I'll be honest with you. I'm at a point in my life. I have too much to lose. I got kids. You know, like if like if you come up to me and you try to test me right now, or if you like like do something to ruin my life, maybe. But like some petty little bullshit at this point in my life, bro. I'm not fighting you over some old oh. bullshit. Like you can say, I'll be honest with you. I'm at a point in my life. You can say anything you want about me, and I'm not gonna fight you. Let's just give the guy Jim bag with a helmet. We hand it to him. Give him the opportunity to swing at once, and then you beat that motherfucker's ass. <laughs> In that fair. case, I would do it, yeah. That's fair. It's like, here, you, we're going to reenact this, but I'm going to act differently. That way, I don't think I'm about not going to like Those scenarios, position. I have no <laughs> hard feelings toward those people. I have the hard feelings toward myself. Ah, like I don't so you hate still them. have that hard feeling even if you go beat them up. Well, even if I won the fight now, well, I guess it would maybe help some, but uh, <laughs> I, the, truly the hard feeling is toward myself though. Oh, like man. me not standing up for myself, me not setting those boundaries, and me not like. But you wasn't ready, man. Just chalk it up to you wasn't fucking ready. At that age, I wasn't ready. I've been punked like, out a bunch of times as a little kid, and I don't think about that shit anymore. I was just wasn't ready. Probably wouldn't be ready today if somebody come up and hit me in the fucking head with a helmet. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd be there. I, I know. That's the, see, that's the thing, though. You are, always have, like, somebody now. You just didn't have nobody then, and it's fine. That's true. That's true. Now okay. they, now they have my back. And you were a little kid, man. Like, little kids are always, there's always some fucked up shit that happens to you as a kid that you're like, I wish I could change that. And truth be told, but if that's the worst thing that happened to me as a kid, you're straight. I had a pretty damn good life. Fuck yeah. You know, like. I got beat up twice. It's like, man. I got beat up I'm more not, than twice. I got beat up several times. At least I'm not Tyler. I didn't get beat up every day. Well, you know, I don't actually look back and regret be- getting beat up. Man. I just regret not fighting not back. Not reacting. Not reacting. Getting freezing. Me. And there were several times that happened to me. Like, I, that's what I regret. It, when, the times I fought back and lost, I don't even think about those things. You know, I really never got beat up as a kid, but I should have got beat up so much because I had the alligator-sized mouth. With that hummingbird ass. Oh, it was real small. It was probably like an ain't ass back then. It was so, I was so <laughs> little. I was a little bitty fellow, man. My motherfucking mouth was so big. I'd be talking to three or four dudes like, I whoop all y'all motherfuckers, man. Come on, let's That'll go. That'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. Let's go. Let's go. I'll fight everybody. And they're like, What? I saw a little kid get humbled in real life at a red light this week. Oh, <laughs> really? Funny. Let's hear about this. Kid was sitting in the back seat. He's got his parents sitting up front. Oh. Well, his windows rolled down, and he's like, the car sitting next to him. He's just flipping them off. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy saw it next red light, and the kid does it again. He rolls his window down. He said, I've, I don't know if y'all are aware of what's going on in the back seat of y'all's car, but that little boy flips me off again. I will whip his ass. How old was the kid? Like nine. Oh, oh shit. Damn. He's like, I'm going to take my belt off. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Please hell do it. Yeah. He's about to some justice. Don't wait. Don't wait. Do you, it now. Yeah, if you, and if you got a problem with it, I'll beat your ass too, Dad. <laughs> That's what you I'm know? saying. Yeah. That's pretty much what he was I mean, saying. You catch these hands too. Right. I'm with it. i tell you one of the funny <laughs> time I'm talking about a big mouth getting you out of a lot of trouble. There was one time me and Joe got into a fight with some dudes. and. Yeah. It was one of the few times that Joe had the big mouth, uh-huh. and it got all of us out of some trouble. Really? Hell yeah. We were uh, we were at Sonic one night, and I was in a great mood that night. I was having a fantastic time. Things did used to pop off at Sonic. Hell yeah, the show did. Because when you're in the South, in these small towns, there's not like real hangouts. We hang out at Sonic or in parking lots mm-hmm. or whatever. 
So we were in a Sonic parking lot, and I go to get in my car, and I was just being funny. I looked over, and there was a group of group of guys over. I was like, y'all have a good night. See y'all later. I had not really been talking to them. I was just being stupid. Well, one of them, and I didn't actually hear him say this, one of them yelled back and was like, that's right, you punk bitch or something. Like, starts talking shit to me. Mm. He wasn't doing it quite loud enough that I could hear him, but he was doing it loud enough that some of the people that I was there with could hear him. But the people I was there with were not going to get my back. Most of them, except Joe. I had Joe with me. He Who was going to get my was back. There? Uh, Jairus, oh. another, like, you know, like, <laughs> I ain't trying to call out Jairus. I ain't his nah. last name, but, you know, he, yeah. he wasn't. I mean, he might. He might. He might have something, tried something, to but, throw something or right. something. Yeah. But it was just me and Joe, basically. Well, I, Jairus was like, hey, man, them dudes over there talking shit to you. And I really wasn't that worried about it, honestly, at that time. I mean, but I somebody was, like, was not really going to jump in there probably just should shut the fuck up. Right. I agree. And I really wasn't too worried about it. I was like, I don't, like, okay. Because I, I didn't hear it. And so I kind of thought he also I might thought he might just be starting some shit, right? Because he may have been just been starting to start some, shit. some shit. But it turns out they did say something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was kind of like, damn, I really don't want to do something about it. But I kind of got this reputation to uphold, whatever. And Joe was like, "Who said it?" And he was like, "Those guys over there." And Joe was like, "Bet." And he walks over there and flips the car over. And no, he didn't flip the car <laughs> over. He walked over to this first dude who's talking to a girl. He says, "Hey, bro." Who was over here talking that shit? <laughs> and the dude was like, I don't know, bro. I think it was those guys over there. Oh, he wasn't even involved with the with No, the, the funny thing about it was he was. <laughs> oh, wow. He was oh. acting like he wasn't because he wasn't trying to catch him hands from Joe. Because Joe was a big motherfucker, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. Joe walks over, and it was probably six dudes and like three or four girls. And they were all sitting on the hoods of their cars talking. And Joe said, hey, you little fucking pussies. Which one of y'all's ever talking shit to my homeboy? And they all got real quiet. And it's two of us and five of them. So real talk, if it popped off, they probably would have got us. Oh yeah, five on two, good chance they would have got us. What's the odds that their group had the exact same amount of bitch ass dudes in it too? Right, exactly. It might be one or two that actually fight. Yeah. So uh, they all get real quiet. And Joe said, "I'm talking to y'all. You better fucking say something when I speak when I talk to you." (laughs) And this little dude was just like. Uh, uh, his eyes welled up with tears, and he was like, I, 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 I said it. I said it. And uh, <laughs> Joe was like, I'm, like, I'm about to beat your ass. He goes, why'd you say it? And the dude was like, uh, I, I heard him saying something when he got in the car, and I thought, uh, uh. he was stuttering, boy, he was scared. Like I said, we were outnumbered bad, but Joe just had that damn confidence, boy. Oh, of course. And I was just kind of posted up. like I was being confident, but in the back of my head, I was like, bro, if these dudes call our bluff, this could get bad. Man, but you you got to know two of them running away. It's right. three, it's three yeah, on and two. And if we just if we end the first one or two real violent. Oh yeah. We, you know, like you you fuck one up real good. You the, just got to fuck up the worst one too and like dude, yeah. y'all hearing these stories about Joe it's like I go to that Happy Gilmore's boss that he put the <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's like, "Hey shooter, you forgot your nine iron and, <laughs> <laughs> and you you can count on me." Seeing you in the parking lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. God. That's kind of what it was like, honestly. And I'm sitting here. I, I'm posted up, like, acting hard. But in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, I hope this shit don't turn south. Because I, I definitely don't want to lose this fight, you know. And uh, old buddy was like, I, 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 I said. And he said that. And Joe was like, hey. He was like, I was like, well, first off, I spoke up then. I was like, first off, I didn't say shit to y'all. I was just saying bye. I was being friendly. And then y'all want to do some fuck shit like that. And he goes, well, well. And Joe says, you need to apologize. And old buddy was like, I, I'm sorry. And Joe's like, call him, sir. Oh, I've done that too. And Joe's, I've seen Joe do it like three or four times. I made a fucking grown ass man call me, sir, when and I was 16. <laughs> and this little boy said, this little boy said, I'm sorry, sir. 
And we were like, all right, bet, and we left. Now go kiss his shoes. That is so funny. (laughs) That really, 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 really happened to me, too. Really? Yeah. Like, there was this dude from Blyville. He pulled up on the scene in a a yellow Camaro. Right? His car was very noticeable. And somebody called me, and they are like, hey, bro, such and such. I'm not going to call him out either, but he's at Liz's house right now. I was like, bitch, say what? You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, so why didn't you like this dude? This is my senior year. Like, we just, we're not broke up. Or not, that's why I didn't uh, like this dude. Okay. We're not broke Okay. He didn't even know, though, was the bad part about yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, so every time, like, she ended up dumping me for this guy. Like, probably the second or third week of the school year. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's a tough, that's a bad beat that's, right that's there. That's a hell, yeah. That's a bad beat. Senior year, you ain't supposed to get dumped by your chick senior year. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're supposed to be. Happens to all of us, though. We're supposed to be. Happens to me, too. Yeah, we're supposed yeah. to be strong, though. It's senior year. Like, I'm supposed to be running this shit. Yeah. And I, I, I take this L to this dude who graduated like two years ago from another school. <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, man. He was cool. He was cool. He was pretty. He had long, fluffy, beautiful hair. I was just that like, nice car. I'm probably going to fuck this dude up. Yeah. Got to. So every time every time that, that Camaro busts through state, the uh, city limits, I just followed him. Everywhere. I followed him. He was him. in love with that girl. Yeah, it was bad. And so, finally, 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 I tell him one day, and, and he pulled up at the baseball field. And there was a baseball game. So, there was cars everywhere. And he pulls in, and wouldn't you know it, boy, I just <laughs> blocked that motherfucker in. Mm. I block him in. I get out. And he's like, what, what? what's going on, man? You, you, you follow me all the time. Every time I'm in town, I see you. I was like, yep. And now I finally got your ass. I said, I'm finna fuck you up right now. He's like, "Why? I don't even know why we're fighting." I said, "We ain't fighting. I'm fighting. You're just gonna take this ass whooping." <laughs> and uh, he's like, "No, no, 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 no." And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he kept going. And so finally, I was, I finally explained to him what the deal was. And so he then goes to explain to me that he did not know anything. He said, "I'll leave town right now and never come back." Allegedly, he didn't know anything. I'll leave town right now and never come back. I said, all right, we'll get in your fucking car. You banished him? Oh, yeah. I said, I said before you leave, I said, I'm going to need an apology. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, you're sorry what? Hell yeah, dude. Sir? I'm sorry, sir. Oh, I was like, man. get your fucking car and get the fuck see, out I of my city. See, you, see, if somebody did that to me, that motherfucker rent, oh, rent, yeah. would live rent-free in my head for the rest of my life. You're probably right. That motherfucker lived rent-free in my head for the rest of my days. I ne- I'd have to beat your ass eventually. Oh, man. I, you know what? Dude was bigger than sights. me. <laughs> yeah. He was bigger than me and everything. But I had already took the L. Yeah. Like, I had been punked because my man took my Yeah, bitch. but could you imagine if he beat your ass, too? Oh, you know, I just had to live with it. <laughs> oh, that would have been, been tough. I just had to if live with it. If he took your bitch and beat your ass. Man, bro, Turns out, you, you are the better what? man. I, I had a girl. <laughs> right. I had a girl in high school. <laughs> like, you just got to take that L. Like, I mean, well, you would end up having to take that L, but it's like, okay, I'm good with it now. I had to do when I was in high school. I had my girl go off to college. And I was still in high school. I always dated older women, you know. And she started dating this other girl, other guy. We broke up. She starts dating this dude who's in this fraternity, whatever, like this our social club at this college they were at. And uh, I remember one of the biggest wins of my life was <laughs> she was bitching about me to him, right, when they were together. And we got back together after this, so I know the story. And he was like, man. This dude, he's so – and she just made me sound way worse than I was because a lot of the shit she was saying was, I believe was made up because she spread a, spread a lot of lies about me. But he was like, man, if I ever saw that dude, I'd just beat his ass. And she was like, no, 
<laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> and he was like, what? What you mean? She goes, homie can fight. And he was like, he can fight. He's like, you ever seen him fight? And she was like, a lot. Multiple occasions. A whole lot. Like all, I've seen him. All at a time. I've probably <laughs> seen him like fight a hundred times. I've seen this dude get in like a hundred fights. Like homie has been in a lot of fights. He can fight for real. Like you don't want to mess with him. And when I heard that story come back from somebody else and then she came back and told me the story too, I was like, hell yeah. That's one of the things about being able to fight. I think that's why I wanted to be a fighter. It's not, I don't really give a shit about being world champion. You just need that legacy. The, well, the thing is though, when I see, when you go run into a dude and he's with your ex, there's only two things you think about. Only two. Can I beat his ass? Is his dick bigger than mine? Yeah. And only one of those two things can you do anything about. I don't know. You can rip it off. His, yeah, yeah, not really though. I you mean, know, like you, I, 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 I mean, can, you I can really only do something about one of them. I can't do nothing about my size. Nah, you, know? you can't. Not really. You can take him down a peg or three, but you can't do. Nothing I can't do nothing about mine. Nah, and then like, she'll always have thing. the memory of what his looked like before. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Man. I took a nail. That so. shit sucks, but that's cool though, right there. Yeah, that's cool. So he I, immediately had to dump her too, though, right? Because he didn't know. They sat together for for a little while. How do you how do you beat with that? Person who, uh, who knows, like, if my ex wants me back, he can come whoop your ass and take me back right Well, just because I can beat his ass don't mean I can take I him mean, back, I mean, essentially not. I, but, did take her, if, I did take her away from him. If you think about, again, like, the old, old times, you know, old, the, the Yeah. As a man, days, that's how you think. Yeah, like, if, if, you're like, if he oh, really wanted to come beat my ass and take her, he could. Yeah. I couldn't protect her if I needed so to. So I either need to get a cattle prod and a buck knife, or I'm going to just have to let her go. forty-five or something. <laughs> Something. I'm I like, oh, just had to let her go. Another funny story about Joe making somebody say they they, they make apologies. I don't remember what the backstory was here, but we were at the movies one night, and uh, man, who was it? I can't remember who this dude was. I ain't gonna use his name anyway if I do remember. But they were at the movies one night, and uh, he run into this dude who had been talking mad shit, and I remember, I think he had been talking shit to Canyon actually. Okay. And Joe run up on him and just started pushing him. He goes, oh, you want to talk shit about my homeboy, whatever. And then just open hand in the parking lot of the movie theater, slapped the shit out of this dude. I thought that was at Walmart. Is it a different no, story? No, that's a different story. Oh, that you was, tell that, that one, That was too. CB, yeah. Run it. Okay, so I'll tell that one, too. God, and old buddy, old buddy was like, old buddy was like, um, I don't want to fight you, whatever. He goes, you need to apologize to me. And the dude was like, I'm sorry. He goes, I'm sorry, sir. And he was like, I'm sorry, sir. And he said something else, and Joe said, sir. He made him call him sir for the whole conversation. They sat there and talked for a minute, and every time that dude finished the sentence, he made, Joe made him say sir. <laughs> like, like just straight punked him out. And Walmart, we were sitting. After he slapped the shit out of him. After guy. he slapped the shit out of him, like, four times. Like, he, he beat him down like a hooker. Like, he beat him down like a pimp. Man. Like, straight like a pimp. Another time, we That's were in. That's why I don't get mad when he ruins my birthday party. You right. know what I'm saying? You just let it go. So, like, we, were in a, we, were in, we were in Subway one day. We should keep baby powder on deck for this guy. <laughs> just, he didn't slap nobody in a while. Um, but the, and the problem of. is, it's harder. Like, this shit starts getting worse as you get older. When you're still doing this shit in your 30s, it starts kind of being like, bro, you got to call Yeah, you're a fucking tool. Like, bro, you got to you gotta stop. You're you know? jail. So, which, you know, it's, it's been an issue. But <laughs> we were, we were in, in Subway one day, and there was this dude 
who had been talking shit about Joe for three years. For three years, this dude had been talking shit because Joe had dropped a girl off at this dude's house, and it was his girlfriend. Joe and his girl were not hooking up. Joe probably wanted to, but they weren't, okay? He just couldn't close he dropped, the deal. He couldn't close the deal on her. <laughs> he dropped the girl off, and old buddy started running around telling everybody he had punked Joe out, and Joe had ran away from him that night, which did not happen. Hmm. Joe was about 300 pounds. This dude ain't no bigger than a popcorn fart, okay? This dude probably 125 pounds sucking wet. And I've talked to this dude several times since then. This dude was like, I, that shit didn't happen. I was crazy for saying it happened, whatever. So the thing is, though. He had to beat some senses. No. What, you know what really fucked this dude up? Me. Because I found out that this dude was talking shit. And I ragged Joe. For three years, I oh, had every yeah. I had everybody on the football team ragging Joe oh, for three no. years. I had the football coaches ragging Joe for three years. Every time Joe missed a tackle, every time Joe got on the line, our defensive coordinator would be like, "Don't make me get Colton Bailey out here." Oh, use the name. Whoops, my bad, <laughs> my bad, Colton. I was trying not to say your name because he's a cool dude now. I'm cool with Colton now. But anyway, but them defensive coaches were out there. Don't make me get old, old buddy out here. I ain't gonna say it again. Don't make me get old buddy out here. Don't make me get old buddy out here to whoop you and Joe's and so the whole time it's just it's it's brewing it's brewing for about two years it's brewing it's brewing and I remember we was in Subway and somebody made a little comment Joe said you know what if I saw that motherfucker right now I'd slap the dog shit out of him Mm. and I swear to God He, he appeared as soon as he got that out of his mouth homie walked in the door of Walmart and I didn't even know what the dude looked like I was talking shit. I was talking shit about somebody. I didn't even know who it was. Really? No, I had never seen the dude before in my life to this point. The first time I'd ever seen him, I knew what his truck looked like. He had a really nice truck. He had a rich daddy, and he was one of them dudes, you know. Uh And he comes walking in, and but Canyon knew what he looked like. Oh, shit. And Canyon was like, hey, bro. Did Joe know what he looked like? No. Joe had never seen this dude before. This dude that had allegedly punked him out, Joe had never slayed eyes on the dude before in his life. So Canyon could have been lying. Canyon could have just been doing this some random dude. And Canyon says, hey, you know what? Remember you just said, if you saw him right now, he's right there. And he was walking down the little aisle between the cash registers and, you know, where the, like, the, the arcade and, and all the – No, oh. where the arcade in the front. Oh, okay, the arcade okay, in yeah. the eye center and all that stuff. He's yeah. walking right there, going Ooh. to get some ammo for hunting season. Towards the, ba- the bathroom. It, walk, no, yeah, walking through yeah, the bathrooms. Yeah. And Joe just gets up on a mission, buddy. He takes off chasing this dude. And he goes – Hey, bitch. And old buddy doesn't look because he thinks he knows who's behind him. Oh, shit. He keeps walking. The car starts walking a little faster. And Joe said, hey, you little pussy ass bitch. And then he turned around real slow and he looked. And Joe just walks up to him, don't say a word. And he goes, bow. (laughs) And knocks his hat smooth across the room. Old buddy stumbles and nearly falls down. Terrible slap. I'm talking about Red Prince. He had two girls with him. Had his girlfriend and her best friend with him. Two girls with him. Oh, that's an L. That's that's an L from hell. (laughs) For that to happen in front of your girl, another man to do that in front of your girl, that's an L, bro. Slaps the shit out of him. Nah, you hear it first. The L from hell. The L from hell. That's an L from hell. He stumbles across the room. He stumbles, picks his hat up off the ground. His eyes are watering. He looks at Joe and he goes, this is not the time or the place. And he walks off. And so just, you know, got punked him. Oh, so man. to tell the whole story, and I'll wrap up the episode on this one. About a week later, he calls him. Did they find the time and place? We did. <laughs> about a week later, he calls him. And Colton's like, hey, man, 
keep using this dude's name. That's my worst thing about this podcast. Yeah, I can't, you can't quit. You suck at I'm it. so terrible about not using people's names. So he calls Joe and he's like, hey, man, I want to meet up and talk to you. I want to meet up and talk. I don't want to fight. I just want to squash it. Hell yeah, he wanted to squash it. What if he showed Joe, up with a you shotgun? Know, though? So that's what we thought. So we were like, all right, but I had my F-350 Dually crew cab. And I, he wanted to meet up. So he said, don't come with no people, just you and Canyon. I'm going to come with one of my homeboys, and we're going to talk. Well, he meets at the Methodist Church on New Hope Road. I loaded my truck. I had an F-350 Dually, and I parked on Stadium Road. I'm talking about loaded down with some head busters just right around the corner. And then Canyon had us called, and I was on the phone with Canyon the whole time. So if anything popped off, my truck was running, and I was right around the corner. And I, he didn't have to call me or text me. I was right there. Mm-hmm. And I could, and I, I could pull up, the and I could block them off and, and, so, and handle the business. You know what right. I mean? Because I figured – I ain't, I ain't saying about them New Hope boys. Them New Hope boys roll deep. Them New Hope boys, they're going to roll yes, they do. 20, 30, 40 deep to a fight most of the time or more. I've seen them pull more than that. So we're like, we've been some, into some shit. So I brought the gang with me. And, was, and y'all were always banging back then. Always. Through always every in a New fight. Hope party I went to, always you'd in a pull fight. up and there was a fight. Always. And it, it ain't mm. even a bad area. It ain't even a bad neighborhood. But just something about this area. Just everywhere in Lowndes County. Everybody like got a dog in them. Yeah, everybody <laughs> trying to fight somebody. Like, it's just everybody trying to fight. Man. So, anyway, uh, he pulled up, though, and he shook Joe's hand. He said, man, I'm sorry I said that shit. I'll give it to him. He was mad about it. He was like, man, I'm sorry I said that shit. I don't want no beef with you. I don't want to say nothing about you. Because, I mean, to him, the thing about it is, to him, that shit was probably two or three years ago. He, he probably he ain't even forgot about about it. he probably forgot about it. But but I've been in Joe's ear the whole right. two or three years just talking shit, talking Jeez. shit. Man, don't let make me get old buddy. Don't make me get old buddy down here to beat your ass. Who's the last one? We did that with Joe again in the last few years, too. Last few years? Well, what you mean last, last few years? years. Like probably in the last ten years ago. Ten years. Who yeah. was that? Oh man. Man, come on. That's ah man, that's gonna eat me alive. Can we get a third name drop on this man, episode? We fuck with Joe hard. I, oh, I oh, yeah. was with it. Oh yeah. Bunch Remember? of times. Bunch of times. I can't think of who it was, though. And that's the thing about Joe. It for like five years. This one did, though. Homie, homie is, is the best friend you'll ever meet in your life. Oh. Honest, to, honest to God, if you're in his circle, you can say anything <laughs> to him. You can dog him out. You can talk shit to him. You can make fun of him. He ain't going to say nothing. ain't going to do nothing. But if anybody fucks with you, he going to put him in a hearse. Oh, yeah. They, they go in an ambulance. Like, like they go in a, and I had to tell that to one of my homeboys one time because I had a homeboy from ICC. You remember this? He came to town. It was Clay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clay, come, I had a buddy named Clay. Clay was a cool dude, but he came to town, and he saw how we talked to Joe. He wasn't and he thought lot. he could talk to Joe like that. Oh, boy. And I was like, whoa, bro. Like, And Joe, Joe actually did me the courtesy of pulling me to the side, and he's like, hey, bro, I just want to let you know. Uh, if your buddy talks to me like that again, I'm gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna fuck him up bad. Oh hell! Yeah. And I was just kind of, and then so I had to pull my buddy to the side. I would like to see that though. I had to pull Clay to the side. I was like, hey, bro, like just but so you know, cool the Jets, like you, Man, like you I earned the right to talk to him that way. I earned the right that. to fuck with him like that. That's my best friend. We've been best friends since second grade. Me and him been through hell and high water. Oh, me and man. this dude done been in the trenches. I done jumped people for him. He done jumped people for me. I you done, ain't I done, supposed done, to be here, right? Like, <laughs> like you just showed up. <laughs> like you, like Boy. you're in this dude's house, and and there's a lot of woods around here. Like you pond? could just, you could just come up missing. Yeah. You know, like we, you gotta cool it. You know, you and so and, and he and he did after that. He cooled it. 
He was cool like that. Good fucking move. So, anyway, I'm going to jump off here because I got to pee. And it's been over an hour. We over an hour in the episode. I appreciate y'all tuning in to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. It's been a good one. I've enjoyed this, fellas. I got a story for him. We'll get them on the next one. All right. Make sure to go subscribe to all our socials at the Mississippi Superman and Man Up Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Go listen to the Man Up Podcast. Are y'all on threads yet? We are not on threads yet. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you go and... uh, Subscribe to the Mana Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Also, share our stuff on your socials, man. Help more people find the podcast. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace.